Someone told me that while ago, why do you walk so well? Because from age two, you practiced it, right? Same goes for security. If you will practice security mindset, then eventually it will be there, whether you think about it proactively or not. So train this line of thought, train this mindset, eventually it will happen. Welcome to the DevSec for Scale podcast, the show that makes security a first-class citizen for growing companies. My name is Jeremy Hest, Head of Developer Relations at Aquilas, the secrets management SaaS platform. This interview podcast brings security experts and practitioners together to offer practical and actionable ways for small and growing companies to implement security best practices using shift left principles without interrupting developer life cycles. Welcome back everyone to the DevSec for Scale podcast. My name is Jeremy Hess from Aquilas and we are here with Hila Fish from Wix. Uh, she's a good friend of mine, a fantastic DevOps engineer for many years, and uh, we're really grateful that uh, you took the time, Hila, uh, to be with us today. So thank you very much for that. And uh, before we get into more, a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, of course, Wix for those who don't know, um, let's get right into it. What is it that makes a DevOps engineer more security aware compared to others that may not be? Um, okay, so first of all, thanks for hang, having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Um, so let's let's talk security, right? So what makes someone either a DevOps engineer or a developer more security aware? I think that a company when it wants to do something, right? They have a lot of projects and they're gonna say, okay, please do this and that, and they just take into consideration that you will handle the rest because if you are I assume as a senior, then you know that security is a must have. It's something that you need to consider while you're doing anything. Either it's a project, a small ad hoc task or whatever. So I think that in order to be aware, you need to understand that this is part of your job. I mean, companies say, please do X, you're gonna do X plus the considerations. So for me as a DevOps, let's say, Let's take developers, okay? Developers have the um, functionality um, aspects of things, and this is their focus. My focus as a DevOps engineer is the environment, and I am the sole proprietary, uh, you know, owner of the environment. So I, I need to make sure the environment is stable and secure. And if I'm not gonna do it, nobody else will, will do it for me. So since I'm taking all of this into consideration, this is why. I'm considering security because security is the aspect that will allow me to be uh, better prepared for um, introducing new things and new tools for the environment and to make it more uh, you know, reliable. So security is a master. If, if it's not there, then the environment will be as stable as it could be. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, let's get a little bit more into a little bit about you. So uh, Hila, you're a senior DevOps engineer at Wix. So give us a little bit more details, uh, you know, a little bit of your background and what you're doing now. Uh, so first of all, let's uh, tell our audience where we know each other. Uh, we uh, came across each other from uh, DevOps days because we are co-organizers there. Yep. Uh, you, you started, uh, you know, more, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, a, a little bit before you, but that's okay. Uh, like a veteran, I think. Uh, so it's it's really awesome. We really both uh, care about the community, and this is why we'll do it because it's you know uh, completely uh, pro bono because we do care about the community. Um, 
So this is what leads me on. So I'm participating in podcasts like yours and uh, lecturing in, in conferences. And I uh, am on the uh, pull request community in Facebook and Baot, which is a community uh, for technical women in, in high tech. So I really care about the community. I really care about what it could do. I actually sent out a, a newsletter about how the community affected JIT, a company, you know, hide the company with a, changing the processes, the, the recruiting processes and day to day, which is astounding. I mean, I didn't know that we could have such an effect. So community, uh, community matters. And that's why I'm doing whatever I can in order to uh, push the community uh, as far as I can. Uh, other than that, I'm uh, a lead singer in a cover band, which is a lot of fun. Um, and really, I try to just be helpful as much as I can. Uh, you know, if someone reaches out, I, you know, I participated in a pitch night for a VC, uh, you know, because they wanted to to uh, to get my opinion on DevOps uh, tools that they want to invest in. So whatever I can, uh, you know, to to help the community and help the tech industry, uh, I'm good for it. Absolutely. Uh, multi-talented. So uh, Hilat, how is it that you make security a priority in your day-to-day? Um, okay. So I, I actually, I don't know why uh, security is not a priority in general, because I think that everyone understands that security is important. It will def- uh, protect you from bad things that could happen. So why it's not a priority in general, I think that maybe is because we are uh, optimistic creatures, maybe, and, and we say that, hey, it wouldn't happen to me. But let's say that, I don't know, let's imagine that there's a fortune teller coming to you and say, hey, uh, in uh, March 2023, your company will suffer from breach X. You tell me, if someone came to you and not just, you know, just a... a obscure uh, fortune teller, someone which with credentials, you know that everything that he or she says, everything happens, then what would you do? You would uh, create tasks right away to prevent or mitigate or tackle this uh, breach, right? So I think this is exactly that. I mean, if companies would know for sure that something will happen, then it will be in your day-to-day, it will be uh, introduced as tasks uh, in your day-to-day. So I think that since I know uh, that it doesn't happen and I know that we want to uh, stay positive and we don't think uh, bad things will happen because it's bad for business and it's bad for even your mental health, right? But I know that it could happen. So that's why I'm uh, just thinking about it on my own day-to-day. So if I was, asked to add a CIDR to a security group, I wouldn't just do that. I would look at the security group as a whole and see that, hey, if the, um, if there's something odd there, if, it, if it's too wide open, I'm gonna do something about it. Another option, another uh, example that I have is that I have currently a project of uh, a restructuring uh, subnets in our AWS account. And I already told my uh, team leader upfront, I told him, yeah, I'm gonna do the restructure as a first phase, create subnets as, as the, the need will rise. But next second phase will look at the security groups that, the, that are managed and you know linked in, the, in that uh, subnet because I wanna make sure that everything is hardened. We, uh, because, okay, cool, we, we dealt with it on the, uh, subnet uh, aspects, so we we will uh, you know uh, make this separate from this, and they wouldn't have access. But if security groups are wide open, then we didn't do anything, right? It's still 
the, the breach will still uh, happen because it is have it has another opportunity to it, to do it on the security side of things, the security group side. So my priority is just understanding that this is uh, part of my job. I. I mean, my my job is not only uh, deal with uh, infrastructure side of things, uh, you know, with Terraform or Ansible or CI/CD or stuff. No, my uh, job is also to make sure security is incorporated in everything that I'm gonna do because this is a this is my job description for me. Even if it's not stated in the job description, this is why I I think uh, will help company achieve whatever is needed and and just be secure because again, the, the environment is what matters, right? I care about the environment. I, I am the sole property of owning the environment and, and being the gatekeeper of the environment. So I know that in order to, to do that, I need to uh, uh, take care of the security aspects of things. And this way I'm gonna be, I can go to bed you know, safe and sound and say that, okay, probably, my next uh, on-call, uh, you know, a phone call wouldn't be security-related. It will be because something break, but not not security. So for me, it, it will say, okay, cool. I, I can be I can be good with that. Always great, yeah. To have a sort of security-first mindset is always uh, a very solid way to look at things because that way you know that you're not going to be the one that's burdened with those kinds of issues um, because you've already you know prepared for them so it's always uh fantastic to have you know engineers that are really security focused part of what we're trying to do here at the podcast of course is to help uh engineers of all kind you know make sure that they're seeing you know what security means and why it's so important to be you know looking at it from every perspective and from the beginning so uh, it's not bringing yeah it's not only that i think that Take another uh, hot topic, for example, uh, cost management, right? It's very, very important. Uh, in companies that have you know, the budget for it create their own uh, FinOps teams, right? That will right. take care of that. But even so, in Wix, we have a FinOps team, but it doesn't mean that I uh, transfer the full ownership of cost management to them. No, if I have a project, I need to create a server, I need to create a Kubernetes cluster. I wouldn't go immediately and select the the most big uh, you know uh, machine type because hey they, I want to give them you know what the heck no I need to think also about cost management and not just wait for the FinOps team to catch alert about hey she used uh, you know a machine type too big that is not very suitable or needed for the, that type of project so. I mean, okay, you know, some teams have uh, the FinOps team, you know, uh, if they are big enough, but even if not, and even if the teams exist or not, I still need to have this mindset. Same goes for security. Even if you have a CISO in your, um, uh, you know, in your company and security teams, the whole team that is, a uh, whole purpose is to take care of security. It doesn't mean that, okay, I'm off the hook. No, it means that I, I need to work along with them. Hey, I can even learn from them. I can understand what are the pain points specifically for the company and in general, and understand where I can pitch in and do my part of things in order to make sure that they can do their job better because it's my uh, interest, of course, to, to say that if I'm gonna do 
this, then they wouldn't nag me. They wouldn't open tickets for me. They wouldn't uh, uh, reach out and be a Slack and ask for things because I would already take care of things, right? So I think it's security is, it is a win-win for me because it will help me uh, develop my career because if I want to go to the, you know, I'm currently a DevOps and security is, uh, is incorporated, but it's not the main focus. If I want to be a DevSecOps, then if I really put the effort and the emphasis on security, maybe I could also shift to, to be a DevSecOps, which is very good for your career because uh, DevOps engineers are hard to find, but DevSecOps engineers are even harder. So it could help your career. It will help you uh, be a better developer because you think about everything, not only what you need to do, you, it will help you incorporate a business mindset, which if you tell that to a company, they will hire you instantly because people in, in, and you know, uh, key concepts and key, key people in, in, the, um, in companies want to make sure that you're doing things, not because you're asked to do it, but because you have the business mindset that leads you to why you're doing what you're doing, right? You don't, you don't want to be, I don't know if it's a phrase in English, you don't want to be a parrot, parrot, like, I don't, I don't know, but you don't want to do like what, what you're being told. You want to make sure that you really think everything uh, through and security is a one, but a big, big aspect of, of things. And this is why uh, for me, it is incorporated. This is why I'm always gonna think uh, in that way. And this is also why I'm gonna, uh, as much as possible, incorporate tasks in my day-to-day -day because I want to make sure that the company is covered. If, and if the company is covered, then I'm covered. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. It's uh, we do call it parroting, right? When you're parroting yeah. someone else. Yep. So do like a parrot. Absolutely. So uh, let's get to a, a bigger question, right? What do you see as your sort of philosophy in, in terms of the relationship between DevOps and security? Um, I think that, you know, people, um, change is hard. Okay. Let's, let's start that. Change is hard. And if, uh, you know, I did a migration from Bitbucket to GitLab and people needed to, you know, some time to get used to, to GitLab and work with it. Same goes for security. Imagine that if security was always uh, an integration, in, integral, integral part of your work, then you wouldn't need to do anything. It just, it was there. But since it, it's not there, it wasn't started as, as an integral part, then you need to make it as such, okay? So change is hard, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. And if you will make security as part of your day-to-day, then it will be easier for you for to anything. You don't need to think about things, uh, you know, like uh, a coerce, a kind of uh, perce perception of things. It will just come to you instantly. Like I create, uh, you know, a cluster. Let's make sure the the security group is hardened and not just opened. I create a bucket. Late, uh, I'm I'm instantly gonna uh, create the, the bucket policy, which gives only the access that it needs. Right. So I think that it is a must, uh, and I think that if you will make it uh, as as your job description. I mean, my job description when I come to you know to to people, I'm not okay. I, I know about Terraform. I know about Ansible and Jenkins and stuff like that. I also uh, incorporate uh, security practices in everything that, that I do because my focus is the environment. And if you treat it uh, as such, then I know that you know you are covered. You are covered. You everyone would want to work with you because you take care of things end to end. 
uh, it will eventually will make you a better developer because if you think about security, then you will go to read about stuff online and you'll say, hey, this tool is great. I want to incorporate it in my CI and then it will help catch uh, vulnerabilities. So it will make you better employee. It will make you uh, sleep better at night because you wouldn't uh, be awake uh, you know, from security issues. So I think that if you at first will proactively incorporate it in your day-to-day -day and in your mindset, then as like anything else in life, right? You train, you know, why someone told me that while ago, why do you walk so well? Because from age two, you practiced it, right? Same goes for security. If you will practice security mindset, then eventually it will be there, whether you think about it proactively or not. So train this line of thought, train this mindset, eventually it will happen. Great. So now is the question that I ask all of my guests, which is, can you give us, that's not even a question, it's more like a request. Can you give us one or two tips uh, that developers, DevOps can take you know, today um, that would help them secure you know, their code or their pipelines, their work, uh, without taking too much time out of their daily workflow? Um, yeah, so if you create, like, let's say, an infrastructure from scratch, either an, a server, a cluster, or a, PI, a CI pipeline, then it start, start fresh, and fresh means good, you know, so network access limited, secret, uh, uh, privileges list, uh, you know, grant the list uh, privileges in order to do the work, but not get exposed to anything. Uh, when I, you know, Jenkins, for example, if you think about the access to Jenkins, so, you know, multi-factor authentication and the list privileges and stuff like that. But also Jenkins pipelines themselves, they need to do things, right? They need to upload files to a bucket. They need to push uh, code to a cluster. So also the service accounts that the, that the pipelines uses make them list privileges. Secrets, uh, keep secrets, uh, you know, uh, as secure as possible. Uh, Jenkins, you know, they have, they keep a, um, the the secrets uh, concealed, but not really. There's a, a script that you can run in the scripts uh, area of, of Jenkins that will expose all your secrets. So this is a hazard, but it's something. So that's exactly it. If if you can uh, um, make sure that uh, not not everyone can access the script uh, runner, so uh, they can't uh, have access to this kind of uh, information, right? So that's exactly it know which tools you're working with and what are the uh, what are the uh, limitations and deal with them either with workarounds or uh, taking um, uh, proactive measures in order to make sure that the, these limitations wouldn't get uh, used in a, in a bad way um, and you know I mean I mean these are the best practices as I know them, but if you're not sure, always collaborate, you know, DevOps is based on collaboration. So always collaborate, ask other people, say them, tell them, hey, I did X, I thought about X, Y, Z. Can you think about anything else that I missed? And then they will uh, probably maybe raise something else. So there are the best practices that are like the, the must-haves and the ones that usually come to mind, but always think, 
and open your mind to other things like the supply chain that I talked about, then a collaboration will, you know, is is a is a good way to to brainstorm. So think of other places, and it's not uh, bad to ask for help. It's always a blessing, and um, that way you can really understand and really not understand, but you can really know that you're you're covering everything because you know you've taken your knowledge uh, into consideration. You took others' knowledge, other otherwise. Uh, it, uh, no, wait. What I want? Okay. Other knowledge means that you know brainstorming or online influencers and stuff like that. Um, and then you know that you're covered. And, and if even if you're not covered, you know that you did the best that you can. And this is all that anyone uh, could ask for. Absolutely. So as they say in, uh, in sales, uh, famous line, ABC, always be closing. So maybe uh, with uh, DevOps, uh, it should be ABC, always be communicating. So if you, the more you communicate, the more you talk, the more you learn, uh, and share knowledge with everyone. And that's also why we have fantastic communities and we have amazing developer advocates that we work with and that we know so well who are uh, you know, helping developers also continue to grow and learn. So I remember but, the other thing, I, oh. a thing in my day-to-day -day that I wanna, I wanna introduce, sorry. Uh, Absolutely. Communicating is key, right? So I remember a lot of times where when we do have uh, security teams, and I remember other team members, you know, from previous jobs that they said, I told them, hey, talk to the security guy because X, Y, Z. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I don't want to talk to them because they will spring something on me and, you know, create more work for me. And I'm like, no, this shouldn't be your, uh, your you know, your line of thought. More work is is good because on the long term, again, if you think about the company needs, not your needs that you want to go to play basketball. If you want to think about the company needs, know that his inputs are good and are crucial for what you're trying to do because this is his job to think about all the you know the loopholes, right? So don't avoid communicating with people uh, like security people and stuff like that, like that, I wouldn't tell you that these are your friends. They are not your friends. They have different, supposedly different um, um, priorities in mind, but not really because yeah, on the, on your day to day, they have separate priorities, but on your end game, the end game is to serve the company, right? So again, if you tap everything, you know, comes together. If you tap into the company needs, then you would know and understand that if you will talk to the security guy, it's not against you. It's not that he will tell you to do X because, hey, you did a bad job or, or it's, it's not unneeded. No, it's very needed because the end game is what matters, which is the company needs and to make sure the company is secured as much as possible, you know, product wise and or the environment and stuff like that. So communicating is key. And please, I really, I, I uh, encourage you not to um, spell details from your team leader, from security people, for no, make sure that everything is uh, really wide open on the table because these exactly are the, the things where we where we fall, okay? Because the PR was was approved too quickly, and not a lot, not enough people uh, took the time to to go over it and make sure that hey, no, no, wait, wait, yeah, the, the code is okay, but you didn't uh, think about X or the, the uh, you put the hard code for this or the secret is wide open and stuff like that, okay? So make sure that uh, processes is 
uh, are set in order to really uh, lay out the, the foundation to have the inputs that you need. Because even if you don't think it is needed, it is. Because again, if you don't have the security mindset, others have it. And this is the way for you to, to tap into that and make everyone come together and eventually help the company uh, succeed. Absolutely. Collaborate and uh, be verbose. Like a good, a good error is always uh, verbose, always tells us exactly what's wrong and not just uh, very generic. Which is great because not exception doesn't help me or anyone in this world. <laughs> verbose is the place to be. And every time you fix a problem, even though it's going to create more work for you in the short term, in the long run, it really does cut things down because you can start automating for things that you didn't realize need to be done a certain way. And from then on, it's a piece of cake. For sure, because sometimes people don't even think the long term is about these things. If you do something and you don't think about security, then on the long term, you have tasks to fix these, you know, to, to create a remedies for these kind of things. But if you, and, and, and these tasks, tasks wouldn't be necessarily in your convenience, right? Because you are in the middle of another project or you want to do something else. But if you're in the context of the project that you're working on, then finish it, you know, do whatever is needed security-wise, anything else, finish all the scope end-to-end, -end, and then you, you can really forget about it on, in the long term and not uh, get back to it like a, like a boomerang because, hey, first I didn't think of that, and then he noticed it, like later on, because only then he got to, to see that. And then, you know, all sorts of things. So it really is important to do things end to end. And for me, end to end means also security uh, aspects because it will bite me in the ass if I can tell, say that in a podcast later on. So, uh, so yeah, it's very important. Yeah, perfect. Hila, thanks so much for your time. Uh, I had a really fun time, learned a lot as always, and I uh, hope to see you at a future event or something like that. And uh, always uh, stay security conscious. For sure. Thanks. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.